Let's get ready to rumble! Senior Nation jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingley, that is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. Yo, what's up, everybody? Happy Monday, Monday, Monday morning. We are rocking and rolling. We have a hot market. Stock market today is a little bit boring. You know, we we have very few stock movers today. I I, I guess let's just start there for 15 seconds. Check this out. I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to have a list of the biggest stock gainers and losers today. Maybe. All right. Maybe we're not sharing the screen. Whatever. If it decides to load, it'll decide to load. Um, but 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 I'll share my screen. We'll we'll have a, a list of the biggest stock gainers and losers today, and it's boring. It's a really boring Monday. We don't have anything ripping and roaring higher, ripping and roaring lower. But that's whatever. But welcome, guys. Welcome to the Power Hour. Th- th- this is the Trade Idea Show. That's why we're spending this time together every single day. These 60, 90 minutes together every single day. Um, if we are not delivering on trade ideas, you you guys know where to get us. Okay. You, you you have the chat, you have our Twitters, etc. You know where to come find us, uh, and, and you can, can call us out for not delivering on ideas. Jam-packed show today, as always. Uh, 12 of 5, Matt Wallace, number one Doge YouTuber, Doge personality, Do- Doge supporter, educator, is going to be joining us. So, so just a second here. So, so we're going to be talking about Dogecoin. We're, we're in, in a, a hell of a run right now. Uh, 12.20 Eastern. Uh, I've got a list of five stocks that I want to talk about into to earnings and some trades that we made last week. Uh, 12.25, we're going to do our chat challenge. Uh, and we're going to have a public company CEO on. So, 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 so we are rocking and rolling today. Jam-packed show as always. Again, if, if we're not delivering for you guys, uh, we're, we're, we're not delivering ideas. Uh oh, I don't know what happened there to my my main man Luke. Oh, here he is. Oh, uh, I'm back. Chrome restarted. It was a little weird, but all right. Uh, w- without further ado, let, let, let's dive into Doge. Uh, it, it's the day for it. We tried to get the Dogecoin song to go today. We we couldn't pull it off, but 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 we have something even better. Matt Wallace is going to be joining us. Matt, what's up, man? Welcome to the Power Hour. Welcome to Benzinga. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, I, I have to say, in, in all your videos, you have like the, the best setup ever. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I like I like the lights in the background just because it makes it more fun. But that's just absolutely. Me. And you got like like the the what an iPad there where you can pull up articles and that sort of thing. It's a great setup. Yeah, it makes it makes life easier because I can just show the Dogecoin price. I can show all the awesome things happening with the stock market and cryptocurrency world. Yep. And, and all right. So 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 we're at forty one and a half. It looks like at, at last check, I saw you call out fifty cents. Not out of the question this week. It it so so far it, it seems like your 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 expectation has has been pretty spot on. 
yeah, I mean, it's been cool to watch Dogecoin. I think 50 cents this week is absolutely on the table, especially considering the SNL skit that is coming. And before we dive into that, I do want to kind of establish my background a little bit. Please. So I've been investing for as long as I can remember since I've been old enough to do so. And I've really kind of learned how to predict cryptocurrencies, how to predict stocks in some way as well. And so I've been using that. And on my, I have a, a group where people can join. On that group, not even including Dogecoin this year, we've outperformed the crypto market by about 20 times. And so Dogecoin, a lot of people will see, oh, well, that sounds like a joke. If you hear the media, you're going to think Dogecoin's not a serious investment. You actually have to look into the numbers behind it. Dogecoin has been the best performing crypto of any of my picks. It's my favorite one by far. We love talking about it for sure. And so that's that's kind of a little bit of my background. Even without Dogecoin, we still have been picking some great ones. But Dogecoin is, of course, the favorite. Yeah. So 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 uh, I, I guess let, let, let's start with Doge and then move into some other cryptos. But like, like, how how did you first get into Dogecoin? Why did you first get into it? What I I know that the price action probably isn't a lure, uh, but but are there other things that that drew you to the currency? So my first time ever was August of 2018, investing in it, and the reason why I did, I just I did some research on it. It was the only crypto I invested in because it was the only one I looked at and said, wow, this one could absolutely go crazy one day. One day we could see. This little investment I'm putting in now turned into a lot. And over time, I put more and more into it. And it would just be fun to go back in time and tell myself from the past in 2018 what was going to come from that little investment that would grow to be so Wait, but, but, but why, like, in 2018, did, did you say, like, this is the one? So like, I looked like at... Um, basically, I, I was looking at the transaction fees, the average transaction fees behind it. I saw its usability and its functionality as a currency. I also saw the potential there because of how fun it was because of the fact that the price looked relatively low in comparison to the other ones that were available on Robinhood as well. It just kind of worked and made a lot of sense. And so it may, if it makes a lot of sense, it makes a lot of dollars. That's why I like to say. Okay. All right. Okay. I, that's a good one. So, so it makes a lot of sense, makes a lot of dollars. Maybe we'll get a to the moon out of you today. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to push my luck. Um, so, so, so a, a question that I had for you is, is whether you view Doge as like, Hey, this is a short, medium-term trend, or whether this is something that that has you know long-term functionality and, and therefore value, and, and it seems like more of the latter. Is is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Let me go ahead and show you a few stats real quick, because of course Please. I come prepared. I got the numbers. I got the stats. I'm ready to go. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and also, you, you don't even have to ask twice. To the moon! Woo! There we go. All right, we're to the moon. <laughs> it's going to the moon. There's no question about it. Literally and metaphorically both. Value transacted in the last 24 hours for Dogecoin is 1.88 billion. Now you compare that to the average transaction fee, which is $1.27. Now you look at that in comparison to where Ethereum currently is. Ethereum, 9.27 billion. Ethereum is one of my other favorite cryptocurrencies. I currently have money into it. So I'm not I'm not bashing Ethereum at all. I still love Ethereum and I want it to do well. It's been doing really well lately. That said, specifically when it comes to the standpoint of being used as a currency right now, Dogecoin, one dollar and twenty-seven Ethereum, eight twenty-five or eight oh five, right there. You can see that's the average average value transacted in the last twenty-four hours. But Ethereum also has a little bit more total value transacted. So when you actually account for that, right now Dogecoin is anywhere between two and five times more efficient in terms of the average transaction fee than one of the top cryptocurrencies in Ethereum. And that will only get better with time too, because we're going to see more and more people mining Dogecoin, which will bring those those speeds up and bring the fees down even more so it's already one of the best it's already very competitive there's a reason why it's at number five right now and it has the potential to go to number one and be the future cryptocurrency of earth 
Okay, so 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 that's a long term thinking. On the short term side of things, of course, we have Elon Musk, uh, <laughs> SNL this upcoming weekend. D- d- is it like officially confirmed that he's going to do something Dogecoin, or or is that sort of the the speculation based on his tweets? So I would say it's as confirmed as it can possibly be. There's no such thing as a guarantee ever. But I mean, he did tweet out Doge Father. Then he also tweeted out. So someone asked him, "Will there be a Doge Father skit?" He said, "Of course." or something along those lines, he confirmed it. So that's a double confirmation right there from the man, the myth, the legend himself, Elon Musk. I don't think you can deny the double confirmation. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and and then and then can you can you back us into some numbers that that, that you've already done before? Uh, but 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 for for those who didn't see it, you you speculated 30, 50, 100 million people could be impacted and and seeing the images of Elon Musk talking about Dogecoin. Can can you take us through that again? Yeah, of course. So generally speaking, SNL, which used to be a way better show than it is now, I think a lot of people agree on. I, that. I used to. Okay, what about Mad TV? Did you ever watch Mad TV? I I can't say I'm a fan of Mad TV. No. Okay, I liked Mad TV like eight to ten x more. But anyways, keep going. <laughs> I mean, if it was called Matt TV, maybe I'll be more interested. Yeah, there you go. But I, I swear, we'll I swear, have to make that. You and I, we'll we'll make Matt TV. Hey, I'm I'm totally go. down. We can call it we can call it Matt and uh and Luke TV. It can be a double a double whammy there. But as far as, oh, as, deal. <laughs> as far as the SNL skit, so generally speaking, they get around nine to ten million viewers, which is a lot. That's a lot of people. But because it's Elon Musk, the viewers could be higher. And even though they're not nearly as good as they used to be as a show, they still can pull in some people to watch from time to time with the amount of celebrity power. Also, Miley Cyrus is going to be on tour. So to have both of them on easily, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see 20, 30 million people in terms of the viewership for this. And even if it's less than that. Their most viewed YouTube video has around 80 million. They have a few other videos. Wait, which, which, which one is their most viewed? Do you know? Uh, let me go. Let me go and pull it up. So I probably shouldn't show it on the screen. It's a little. It's a little bit inappropriate. It's, it's about a teacher, and I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. I won't I won't show it on the screen. But it's about a teacher. All right, everybody's imagination yeah. is going. You gave us enough. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you get the idea of, of what uh of what kind of video it is. They you know they do they do, they have a little fun on there. They they start yeah, of course. And so. If the Elon Musk, Miley Cyrus skit, hopefully together, please, please do it together, SNL. We want, we want to see Elon Musk and Miley, Miley going in on a giant Dogecoin wrecking ball. Just break the internet. Just there's the- a decent chance that that happens. Like there's like, right? I think it's like, I think it's more likely than not. I, I agree. I would say if I had to put a chance on it, and this is completely and totally mathematical, no memes at all behind this, I would say exactly 69% chance based on my calculations. Okay, okay, yeah. 69.420%. Um, yeah. Okay, but 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 okay, but but keep going. I, I cut you off. You're getting us to, to the 100 million number. And I do want to say as well, before we get too far in this, so we did put the link to, if you want to sign up for Benzinga, they are a great resource. Before we get to the rest of this, go ahead and tell people why they should consider doing the free trial. If you use the link, you can get a free trial. You're welcome to try it out. And go tell if you want to tell people why they may want to consider signing up for Benzinga. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Benzinga Pro is the best real-time news and data like, like platform out there. It, it, it's all web, no desktop, et cetera, like, like, like some of these old-school stock and, and crypto and market research platforms. Real-time stock market news and data like every time news breaks, whatever happens, you're you're getting it before anybody else. I depend on it for everything, trading, markets, investment-wise. Granted, I'm biased. I work here and I've been a user for the past eight years of the product because I've worked here. Um, but I seriously could not imagine doing markets without it, especially when we have like all these these crazy earnings weeks with the stock market going nuts. Um, so, so if there's a time to check it out, to get on that free trial, it's now totally non-committal. So go do that. 
yeah, it's definitely worth it because if you if it works for you, then you can sign up and use the free trial to actually sign up. If it doesn't work, then you, you, it's free trial. You can just cancel. So I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, just do. cancel it. Harass our support people. I mean, at least have some fun out of it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's no there's no reason not to at least try. So I figured I'll go ahead and throw it in there before we get too far in the video because a lot of people will just watch the beginning. For those of you who are watching toward the end, though, shout out for that. That's what I call dedication, and that means boom. Yeah, you want you want to know more than than the average person. Exactly. And so, so, so go ahead. I was just going to talk more about that. So the SNL skit, I think it could either be something involving a wrecking ball or it could be something the Doge father, maybe a reference to the Godfather, something involving that. Someone also did propose a, a few very out there ideas on his Twitter that he was considering as well, which I don't want to talk about just in case YouTube gets mad at us. But there could be some very far out there ideas that may also go viral. There's so much potential here. The memes we're going to get from this is going to be next level. There's no question about that. Yep, I to totally agreed. Um, all right, uh, uh, moving off of Doge for a second. You talk about Safe Moon. Uh, a, a lot of our you like like our core audience are all stock market people, right? We we see Safe Moon trending on Twitter. We 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 hear about it a little bit. We don't know what it is. Uh, can can you just break it down for for us amateurs? Of course, yeah. Let me go ahead and pull up Safe Moon real quick. And so, see this setup that you have is amazing. It's great. I know. I why does no one else do this? Don't I do don't it. know, man. Mine. I, it's mine. You have to pay me a, a fee of six nine dollars per month if you want to use this. Anyone yes. else? Don't forget about that forty two <laughs> point the forty two yes. zero cents. Yes, sixty nine four two zero exactly. And so right now, I mean, it's down. Safe one's down so much. I don't really want to kick it while it's down. In the past, I've had I've had some issues with some of their marketing techniques. I don't want to kick it while it's down this much because it's been it's just been steadily going down lately a lot. And yeah. I don't necessarily have any problem with the coin itself, except for the 10% fee. So it's it's unusable as a currency. You cannot and will not ever be able to use SafeMoon. So you said, wait, 10% fee? Yes. Uh, for what? Is, for, for transacting in it? Basically, the reason why they had this, the, the whole entire point of SafeMoon, the reason they, they invented it is because they want to basically incentivize people to hold forever and never sell and never take their profits. And so that's why they called it safe moon. That's kind of the okay behind right. the name. But yes, yeah, so 10%, 5% goes back into it approximately. And that's spread out into two different sections. Then also another percentage goes into the actual exchange. I don't have the exact percentages that goes out from that. I've, I've, I've heard them in the past. I just don't have them on, on top of my head memorized. But it's around 10, it's 10 that goes out every single time, which means as a currency, you can't use it. You'll never be able to. They're trying to compete for that store of value market. And the only way they can do that successfully is if they show they're better than Bitcoin. Have they shown that? I don't think they have yet. And the reason why I don't want to bash them while they're down those because I do know there are some Dogecoin investors who currently have SafeMoon. So I don't want to I don't want to cause it to go down. I mean, it'd be cool to see it go up. They also have an exchange they're working on. So maybe there's something there. But I mean, it's just it's been going down so much. And so I just wanted to make sure everyone knows they do they do pay some people to do fake comments, I believe, based on what I'm seeing. So just be careful if you're choosing to invest in it. Hopefully, hopefully you'll do well, but it may not. Okay. And you're and you're segueing me for for a stock market lesson too, which is that there's a lot of these small penny stocks uh that, that pay for stock promotion. Right. If if you see a stock that's two cents and it goes to fifty cents, something along those lines, you see a flood of volume that didn't exist before. A lot of times it's because these these companies are they're they're scam artists, they're they're paying people to go out, promote this stock, get the stock to run up. And then you just see a, a ton of shares get dumped. A lot of these promoters they don't get paid in cash, they get paid in shares of the stock. So they're incentivized to keep pump, 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 pump. 
and, and then they wipe you all out. So, so that that's my warning. If you're investing in, in unregulated stocks, um, you're investing in sub penny stocks, et cetera, they start moving like that. A lot of times it has to do with promotion. Be careful. So it sounds like a similar thing happens in the crypto market. Yeah. And I will go ahead and say to any government officials watching, do not under any circumstances use that as an excuse to crack down on crypto and investing. That's a small percentage of what happens. Most people in the market, they understand what's going on with that. They're not going to fall for it. So we don't need you to come protect us, Mr. Government. Stay away. Let us do our, our stocks and trading and cryptocurrency on our own. We can handle it. Some people will fall for it, but most people won't. And the people who do will learn from that and then not fall for it again. Boom. All right. And with that one, I think I think we're going to do the first air horn of the day. Oh, we didn't hear it, Producer Rohan. All right. Uh, we have air horns. We'll, we'll get it fixed. Don't worry. Um, I mean, talk but, about but, uh, the biggest down of 2021 so far. I was, I was looking forward to the air horn. What's Don't worry. The, the air horde is coming. I, I, I see him working away. He's got sweat on his brow, producer Rohan. Uh, so, so, we'll, so we'll get it going. Um, okay. But, but, but uh, uh, all points, right. You're, you're outside of just Doge, right. You, you've got a knack for, for identifying, uh, you know, so some of some of the less mainstream coins that, that have seen price appreciation, et cetera. What, what are some of the things that you look for uh, in, in those currencies? How do you know, like, Hey, this one's interesting, that sort of thing. Yeah. And so a lot of people see my channel. I talk about Dogecoin a lot and they say, oh, well, this guy, he's probably just having fun. And you're 100% right. But it's not just having fun. It's also actually looking at the numbers, the analytics and the stats behind things to kind of predict them and see where they're going. And so when it comes to cryptocurrency, there's three things you can look at. The first one is you can look at social ranking, how many people are talking about it online. You can compare that to the market cap and kind of get an idea of where it's going. The second one. Wait, wait, wait. Where, where do you look at social ranking at? So Lunar Crush is a good source for that. You can look at social ranking there. You can also look at the amount of tweets in the last hour. You can set your tweet thing. You can look at how many tweets are coming in per minute, or you can go on Instagram and see if people are posting about it there, which is less likely. Twitter's probably the best place for that. Even though Twitter can be very annoying at times, it's still probably the best place for that. Yep, agreed. Agreed on both points, annoying and best place a lot of times. <laughs> so, all right, number one is looking at the social ranking. All right, keep... Uh, so number two... Look for a unique factor behind it. If it has a way that it stands out. And this is those two things are the main reasons I've been able to predict at 20 times the rate of the market. The entire market cap of cryptocurrency has gone up from around 1 trillion to around 2 trillion. In that time, our picks have outperformed that by 20 times, which is which is awesome. I mean, it's, it's great. And that's why people are so happy with, with that. But so those are the two main ones. Then you can also just kind of look at the general mood around it. You can look at the actual price of it, where the chart is going. And if you see any, any type of pattern or it looks like it's going up, if you see an upward trend, or maybe it's been really high in the past. And so, you know, it has the potential to do so, but it's a little bit lower now. So there's a lot of factors to go into, but those are definitely the three main ones. Okay. Awesome. So, so, so yeah, social ranking, uh, we have what what makes it unique and then we have like like some energy into it some some price action etc exactly yeah. okay and, and let me ask you this too that there, there are so many out there the universe is so big right i mean the stock market is the same thing and the way that i start with with my stocks is i go to a stock screener i have characteristics i look like i want to see revenue growth insider buying that sort of thing how, how do we even narrow down that universe in in the crypto world yeah. So since I started talking about cryptocurrency, we have seen the amount of cryptocurrencies in circulation go up from around two or so thousand to now 9,531. And that number is still climbing. It's so easy to make a cryptocurrency. So to actually kind of dive into which ones have the potential, the best place to look is coinmarketcap.com because you can see the ranking of them from top to bottom with the most market cap included in them. So the highest market cap is going to be the top. 
I'll go ahead and pull it up real quick. I actually already have it up right here. So that's what I was showing you here, where you see Dogecoin currently at number five in the world. Only a matter of time, right? Before Dogecoin, we see it hopefully moving up to that number one spot. It deserves to be there. And it will, at some point, become the future cryptocurrency first. I firmly believe that based on what I'm seeing around it, there's no better branding. There's no more energy. And Elon Musk being the most powerful and most influential person in the business world right now, and maybe even in the entire world, he's going to take it to the next level. I'm also working on... I found a pretty dang big clue. I'm working on a video right now for my channel, Final Stand. And that's going to be an exciting thing to watch. But this is basically the place to, to go for that. You can see the ranking there. You can see every single cryptocurrency. All well, let's, let's double check on the number. So 9,542. Look at that. It went up. It went up a little bit just since the last time, I checked, which was only minutes ago. Uh, so 372 exchanges. Market cap of all cryptocurrencies, 2.28 trillion. Going up by 1.2 trillion. Just a lot of commas. It's a lot of commas. Heck of a lot of commas. That's a lot of money right there. That is a lot of money. And then BTC currently has 47% uh -oh. of the market. Ethereum has um, a smaller percentage. I believe it's somewhere around mm -hmm. uh, maybe like 15% or so. So it's a little bit less. I'll, I'll, double I'll double check on that. But BTC currently the number one spot. And it's not going to be there forever, in my opinion. I think we're going to see other cryptocurrencies passing it. At some point in the future, we will likely see Dogecoin and Ethereum in those top one and two spots. It depends what order they're going to be on based on what we see with a catalyst in the future. But it's going to likely be those two at the top. So, 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 do you do you own uh, a significant amount of Bitcoin in in terms of percentage of of your holdings? No. Um. So I do. I do have Bitcoin. I I'm I'm rooting for Bitcoin. I want to see it do well. I just look at it and I understand. But when you actually see the functionality behind it. Every other cryptocurrency can also be used as a store value for the most part, except for ones like SafeMoon, um, which have the big fees. It's harder to use it for that. But for the most part, most cryptocurrencies can be used as a store of value, like Bitcoin, and they can work as well. Perhaps you can say they're not as stable. They have a higher chance of going down. They have less support behind them. And so that is definitely a disadvantage. But overall, it actually comes down to the functionality of the currency. That's what's going to make other currencies come up to the top and pass Bitcoin. Yep. Awesome. All right, man. Any final words of wisdom for us? This this has been awesome. <laughs> Any final words of wisdom? I would I would definitely say, always, always, always double check on uh, Coin Market Cap on CoinDesk. Look at the numbers behind it. Never go blindly into any investment. Have fun with it, and you're welcome to check out Final Stand on YouTube. Final Stand's a great resource. Notifications on if you are going to subscribe because that yes. way you can get real time updates. That. A great a great place to be. I I I, I binged. I binged through your yeah. videos. They're absolutely binge-worthy. If you have not checked it out, do it. Yeah, and we have, we have a lot of fun in them, too. We joke around, and uh, it's, it's a good time, plus it's learning a lot of stuff. And there we go. You get an air horn before you get out of here. Matt, Mustard. thanks for coming on and hanging out. Everybody out there in Zinger Nation, if you're watching this video, you're part of Zinger Nation, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Go check out Matt's content. He, he's out there for the people. So, so, Matt, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come hang out with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Make sure to check out the link down there if you want to sign up, and I will see you guys in the next video. All right. Take care, man. Boom. How about that, guys? Changing things up for you. Starting off on Monday morning. Anybody who watches the show, you know, hey, it takes me a little bit to get going on Mondays, but today, Doge ripping. We're hitting it hard, uh, you know, and, and, and just diving straight into it. Absolutely an interesting week. Uh, get, giving you guys a little bit of a preview as to what we have on the docket today. I'm about to hammer through a handful of stock ideas that I have for the week, give a couple of updates on trades that were made last week. Um, we, we, we've got a couple more interviews coming up, so we are just going to keep rocking and rolling. Does that sound good? If that sounds good, hit the like button. If that sounds bad, 
you know, go, go in the, the YouTube chat and blow me up. But, but yeah, 10 minutes late on the air horn, I know. 10 minutes late on the air horn, we'll do another one. The courtesy air horn for you right there. But, all right, let, let, let's go ahead and get, get this screen share going here. Um, I'm, I've got a live trade to make. Uh, and then I've got four other tickers that, that I think are interesting for this week that, that, that we're going to talk through. Uh, before we hop into our next interview. So, so we're going to be flying. Five stocks, five minutes. That, that's the promise, guys. Five stocks, five minutes. Uh, first one up on the radar, New York Times, ticker NYT, November Yankee Tango, uh, reporting earnings tomorrow. Uh, I, I, I think that there may be room on the downside for this one. So stock is already a, a, a good deal, almost 20% off of its highs. Uh, that said, the expectations for the stock to report their earnings tomorrow, this is when the stock puts out their, their, their quarterly uh, revenue results, user results, et cetera. The, the, the estimates are, are pretty high uh, and, and they have some headwinds, right? Keep, keep in mind, that they're going to be reporting for for the period January through March. This is the first time that New York Times, again, a news company, a digital publisher, et cetera, will be reporting their quarterly results without Donald Trump in office. Uh, you know, plus COVID for that period of time, those three months, I know it's it's picked back up. Uh, but but for those three months, January through March, it it had definitely slowed down. The the news wasn't as novel, it, it crazy, uh, et cetera. Um, a comment in the chat: Benzinga planning to introduce a coin in the future. We were actually just just talking about a project on Friday. Little teaser. Don't share. We'll get to it. Uh, but but again, we 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 do not China. have have a, a Donald Trump in office for for New York Times. Uh, COVID news is dying down. People are getting vaccinated. Uh, several of the states have, have gotten their life back to normal, and analyst estimates are still lofty for the stock. Uh, so 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 I, th- I think that New York Times could see a miss or at least a slowdown. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to take a little bit of action on the stock into the earnings report tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and buy these these 44 strike puts on the stock. This is a, a lower conviction one for me. I'm absolutely not advising anybody to follow me into this thing. Um, but but I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger. It's a really small trade, right? It, it it's it's one of those trades that it's it's a it's a hundred dollar trade that could be like a five hundred dollar return. Um, you know, any, anybody who's watched for this show for a while usually knows I, I want to sink at least, you know, like five grand or something like that into a trade. But this is a low conviction one. I want to have a little bit of action into it. Um, I, I have a little bit of an edge because I can see our user numbers on Benzinga.com. And I can say, you know, in those January, February, uh, March months, if it hadn't been for GameStop, our traffic would have been slower here at Benzinga.com. New York Times, it's not, it's not a financial publisher. They don't have as much fun as we do at Benzinga. They don't have nearly as much GameStop coverage. Um, you know, so, so if we say traffic X GameStop, uh, I, I think that they could be in for a little bit of pain. So, 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 so there's the trade that, I, that I'm taking on, uh, New York times. I said five stocks, five minutes. I just used two of them, three more to go. Uh, so, so, so let's keep it running. Uh, Leslie's the pool trade ticker L E S L Lima echo Sandy Lima. Uh, that one is still working out for us. Uh, Leslie's is going to be reporting earnings on uh, Wednesday after the close. Uh, we are long this one with calls. Specifically, we only 25 strike calls on the stock. We are nicely in the green on the trade so far. Basically, the thesis is, uh, you know, the southern half of the U.S. froze in what's typically a really slow quarter. Again, we're talking about January through March. Um, so, so we're going to hold calls likely through earnings. If the stock runs up, right, if, if we see like, you know, like some 31, 32 prints into the earnings report, uh, I'll, I'll dump the position, you know, take, take my 100% runner and not take the risk to blow it off. Uh, but, but, but again, we're, we're going to be holding this one uh, through earnings most likely, depending on price action. Again, th- this is uh, uh, 
a pool company. We, we have a thesis on it. The analyst estimates have not moved higher based on our thesis, which again is that they sold a ton of pool chemicals uh, as you know, Texas froze and people had to rechlorinate their water. They had to uh, fix pipes that broke, that sort of thing. All right. So, so there's two out of five. Uh, Clover Health, we sold covered calls against this stock last week. Again, covered calls when you own shares of the stock, which I currently own shares of Clover Health. We, we sold calls for $14. We collected about 50 cents of premium. That trade's working out for us so far today uh, with Clover Health down 4%. Basically, if that trade makes it all the way through to fruition, it will have lowered our cost basis on Clover Health by about 50 cents or so. Uh, so. So it lowers our cost basis. Are we still not down because the stock is down? Yes. But that's why I love selling covered calls, the stock you want to hold for a long time, uh, that sort of thing. And, and then and then uh, one more that I want to talk about. Again, five stocks, five minutes. We're flying through in ticker EBON, E-B-O-N. This is one that, that we never got into, eBang. Um, I, I'm, I just want to throw this one out here. This was like a favorite of the chat for a while. Uh, the, the stock has, has been getting clobbered a little bit uh, down, down to sitting right here on, on some support. Right, it's it's sitting right on lows one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's it's like right at a low that that the stock has not been able to break below for for the past year really. Um, and and that's why I think this one's interesting today is is maybe it gets a bounce off of these lows. But I want to throw it out to Zinger Nation. Uh, if if you guys are long this stock, you're long Ebon, Ebang. Throw me the one in the chat. If not, throw me the two. I'm curious where everyone is at with this thing. And and I see that that Mr. Jason Raznick has has clicked here. And enjoying the stream is probably waiting for me to stop uh, blabbering yeah, on. What's up? What's to, up? Hold on. No, I'm not waiting for you to stop blabbering on. I'm waiting for you to stop bloviating. I'm bloviating. I always yeah. bloviate. That's all I do. Yeah. They, they, they had the, um, the YouTube behind the scenes Benzinga thing come out on Saturday or Sunday or Friday. And okay. there's a whole thing about bloviating. So all right. I'm, I'm trying to raise my computer. That's all. That's why I'm looking down. Oh, it's, it's definitely, we're definitely looking higher. All right, good. We're good. We're good now. All right, get out of here. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to leave you all in the hands of Jason Raznick. Like I said, we, we, we've got an awesome interview coming up in just a minute. Jason's going to be dropping some more stock ideas. Those are my five stocks, five minutes. I will see you all soon and end it. All right. I hope you guys liked Luke, Luke today. I hope you enjoyed uh, his picks, his trades. If you're in the room, you know, like and subscribe. I know we are not just on YouTube now. We're getting distribution for their places. So the audience is broken up a little bit, but we're excited. We have a great guest coming on, Symbol MEDS. Um, so Symbol MEDS, maybe some of you guys are here, here for that company, B2B web marketplaces uh, focused on the pharmaceutical industry. So we're gonna, I'm not going to bloviate any further. I'm going to go right to that. That's what I'm going to do. So hold on a moment. And then I will tell you about some trades that I made the end of last week. And I will tell you about flag football because I went to the National Hall of Fame in Canton for a big tournament. My hair is weird today, but it's just what it is, okay? I, I can't do it in the thing. So you guys have to deal with it. It's a little, all right, whatever. It's great. That's all you guys know. Right, so here we go. He doesn't. The guest doesn't want to hear about hear about my hair. So we're gonna do our little intro. You guys know it. Um, and here we go. All right. So add him in. Here we go. 
Hey, Saren, how are you? Hey, Jason. Pretty good, Jason. Did I pronounce your name right? Yes, perfect. Okay. Before we get into your company, I always like to learn more about you, the person, and how you got to this company, et cetera. No, that's fantastic, Jason. Uh, my background is mostly financial background. Uh, uh, my partner, Sean Patel, uh, and I used to own independent pharmacies all across the uh, pretty much the Tampa Bay area. That's how we uh, went through the pain points that independent pharmacies go through for their uh, supply chain issues. And we came out with a, a uh, track seed. Uh, so, so just to let you know, yeah, my background is mainly finance and uh, I happened to dabble into independent pharmacies back in 2010. And uh, there we are here. So, so this company, so you've been in the pharmaceutical space for a while then? Yes, for the last 10 years, yes. Okay. And so how did this company come about then? Um, if you look at, uh, as you're aware, today's trying times has shown us all importance of good healthcare, and it's a timely diagnosis and uh, deliverance of appropriate therapy, whether it's a medication or otherwise. Uh, I know the healthcare is very complex with the varying priorities among uh, stakeholders, and especially runaway costs with every unmanaged treatment is costly. And on top of it, the consumer demand is at all-time high. Uh, the need to take one's health into their own hands has never been stronger. Uh, holistic approach for well-being is reshaping our healthcare um, institutions. And I know you've seen a um, lot of innovative companies in this uh, space, the bridging the gap in this fragmented healthcare system. But the, none have the story of track seed and its origins. Like uh, we have a 10-year history with a simple solution to help uh, pharmacies capitalize on their pricing arbitrage of pharmaceuticals. Uh, to, today, one involves the grander vision of uh, bridging the gap uh, of health services, especially experienced by the providers and patients. Okay. So I, I know there you had some, re well, I don't want to go to the recent news yet, but um, we'll go to that in a second. The, but the B2B web marketplaces, can you tell me more about that? Sure. Um, that's how we originally, the thought process has been started. Uh, if it's a total market size for the pharmaceuticals is around uh, $685 billion by 2023. Most of the sales flow through the big chains like Walgreens and CVS. Uh, that's not our market. We focus on 21,000 independent stores but they're still purchasing power is around 72 billion annually. And uh, is usually these independents have accustomed to buying 80% um, from the big three, McCasson, Cardinal and Amerisource Bergen. That much concentration over the years uh, created a lack of price and cost transparency uh, resulting in severe limitation of the purchasing choices these independents have. And that's the opportunity TrackSet has started with. So we, what do we do? We provide a distribution solution by within a cloud-based environment, um, um, created a marketplace for these independent pharmacies, um, primarily to bring them the purchasing efficiency, pricing transparency, and means of product sourcing uh, that meets their desired um, transactional terms from a reputable suppliers. Got it, okay. And then you had some recent news Uh, you cut off, Jason. Are you there? Yep. I'm here. You can't hear me? 
Yeah, you just cut off the question. Sorry. Sorry. So you had uh, a, a, a oriented health passport, uh, government oriented health passport uh, for expedited COVID, COVID reopenings. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Uh, it's at the end of the day, we are all about independent pharmacies. As the country is trying to open up, uh, and more and more vaccinations are taking place. And we want to empower our independent pharmacies. Um, so if you look at the track set, it's all about uh, health services IT company uh, providing the solution for the procurement, drug procurement or patient engagement or prescription journey. In that journey, and we are trying to empower our independent by providing a technology for vaccination scheduling or vaccination reports so that they, because these independents serve the member of the network that are on our platform around 12,000 plus members indirectly serve 12 to 15 million patients. When they take the vaccination, they need to have certain kind of a report because they cannot carry the paper and stuff. So we are empowering them and providing the technology so that when the stadiums open up, when the businesses open up or airlines or cruise lines and so on and so forth, so these guys can take that app and show them whether it's a COVID results or a vaccination results so that uh, um, the app generates a QR code. Once you scan that QR code and it will allow you the patient, it's a green check mark so you can proceed. If it's a red check mark, that means it has a, uh, um, yeah, the vaccination has not been taken or a COVID test results and so on and so forth. But not only that, the 360 degree view is we are actually providing along with our app the kiosks, that kiosk will test them uh, for a temperature and as well as oxygen level. For a temperature high, you can take from probably some Tylenol and stuff that drops you the temperature, but you still have an asymptic, uh, asymptomatic uh, conditions for this uh, uh, COVID. We want to measure, measure the oxygen level so that, uh, and as well as uh, backward checking, third party checking with the vaccination so that you are allowed to that stadium. Uh, for 72 hours and whether the venues, sport venues or whatever the length of the time these businesses will schedule, whether they want to give an access for that particular patient, 72 hours or a week, whatever. So our app will be able to do that. Got it. Now, did you guys build the app? Yes, it's an in-house built to, as I mentioned, to empower our independents when they're creating the vaccinations, they can generate that report and give it to the patient so that they can carry around. Oh, okay. So, so how long did it take you to build that app? We're still in the process. We uh, we just uh, uploaded recently, so we haven't launched that officially. We're still in the kinks creating the beta testing and alpha testing going on. So official launch is probably end of uh, June. Got it. And how long have you been public for? Uh, we've been public uh, uh, since 2014 on the OTCQB, but we have uplisted last year to the NASDAQ market, ticker symbol MEDS, M-E-D-S. Got it. And um, what's like the revenue like, or when's your next earnings announcement? Uh, we recently announced our revenue, uh, um, the first quarter revenue of uh, approximately 3.1 million uh, for the first quarter. The last year was 17 million. Uh, Jason, we've been under the radar for a while. We're working on gaining our more awareness in the investment community as we execute our business plan. Uh, we're trying to create that visibility um, because if you know, this is not a new concept. You've seen this other online trading platform like eBay or Kayak, but first in pharmaceuticals, uh, we brought in this B2B trading platform. We're trying to venture into the B2C by yeah. empowering our independents. So let me ask you, so you did 17 or close to 18 last year in revenue? Correct. And first quarter was like 
So is Q1 3.1 million, yep. So is Q1 normally slower? Like is that quarter like year over year on quarters? Is that similar to what you had the first quarter last year or uh, no, actually, the, we, we are feeling the COVID impact. Uh, most of the, uh, some of the independent pharmacies have not opened up completely 100%. Some of the states like New York, California, Texas, uh, um, when, when they are eventually open up 100%, yes, we see that uptick in the uh, B2B revenues. And uh, um, yeah, to answer your question, yes, we see the uh, usually the first quarter slow and fourth quarter slow, but the, the middle quarter two and uh, three usually picks up. Okay. No, that's that's right. And then is the app a bit? Uh, the app that you have coming out is that a big um, like launch that you're going to have with partners? And is that like a, is that one of the big next catalysts? Maybe. Uh, yes, we're we're looking at that as our big catalyst as as the countries are opening up and uh, not only uh, domestic. We are uh, targeting the international market as the tourism is picking up, um, like all South American countries, and we can able to even monitor. Uh, two week um, the quarantine also if they got the red check mark on our app we we'll put them in two week quarantine and uh, geofencing on our cell phones and so on and got so it. forth so that we can monitor. Okay, is there anything I didn't ask you, um, Saran, that I that you want investors to know about your company? Yeah, if you look at our um, outstanding shares, 8.1 million when compared to the um, other big companies that have a millions of hundreds of millions of outstanding shares, that, that capital structure enables us reasonable earnings for share fairly quickly. And that's the key differentiator of us. That's the one I emphasize to the investment community. I think we offer a significant potential for return on investment because of our capital structure and a diversified sources of revenue and our trading platform is very unique with the minimum competition in terms of our cumulative service offerings. And we intend to establish a first mover advantage in this space. Got it. And how is the cash, like the cash on the books right now? Uh, we're sitting on a pretty good cash position with a um, minimum debt, a zeroed almost like a 225,000 uh, debt uh, with a $5.6 million cash in the books. And we're constantly generating cash on cash. Okay. Uh, so do I need to raise them additional capital? It's probably the strategic buyout. Yes. But for our day-to-day -day operations, no. So you're doing good data. Okay. Well, yeah. it, it's, you know, um, a company that looks interesting. You have some new products. Um, make sure when you have stuff to announce, let Zoltan know and we'll bring you, we'll bring you on again. Okay. Appreciate that, Jason. Thank you yep. very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for highlighting your company and uh, we look forward to updates uh, in the near future. Thank you. Yep. Okay. All right, guys. It's symbol MEDS. Um, there's there's catalysts for it. There's catalysts. We talk about the app, the marketplaces, um, and there's change in healthcare and pharmaceutical. So these are companies that I like to find when they're young and, and smaller. Some I invest in, some I don't, but it at least brings the color to you guys to take a further deeper dive into it. Um, and we'll um, you know bring them out again when there's new updates. So um, yeah, so check that out. Now I know in a few minutes, we have another guest coming on, Jacob Dunning, um, and he will be, I don't know, showing some trades, some action, some of his favorite ideas. But I said prior to that, I would show you a couple of my recent trades. So you guys know that I've been preaching a few stocks 
Um, my biggest holdings right now, let's percentage of portfolio are, you know, TAP, Leslie Pool Supply, um, Penn I still own a bunch of, um, let's see what else, FGF I own a bunch of still, uh, Aaron is showing you some of the, so Leslie's is not an apostrophe S, so I was wrong on that when I said it to the guys at Benzinga, that was my mistake. Um, why does he always put that banner like, Opinions don't necessarily reflect Benzinga. Okay, so I'll just put like this, all right? Um, but how could they get a two-week free trial? They don't even see the discount. So that's a stupid ad. They don't know how to fix that. Anyways, people, the inches are important, guys. Details matter. I put a link there, and there's no code. It says get a discount, so I should have changed that. But STKS, that's um, STK Steakhouse. I at one point owned 2,000 shares. My position is down now to 800 shares, um, but we're up 20% on it, so... I'm fine with it right now. Um, Tesla taking a hit on it. You guys know I've been trimming. What I do want to do is buy some long-term puts. I've sold too much, too many shares this year that I'm going to have a big tax. I'm not to complain about taxes, but a big tax gain. And I would like to trim my position down even more. I need someone to help me about to hedge my position. So. I bought, you know, original cost, you know, $18. Then I bought more shares. So up to 150 and now we're at 680. So I have a large, like a 400% gain, 600% gain, 800% gain in the stock. I want to hedge it better because I I think we're going to be going back and forth between the 660 to 760 range for the next two to three months because I don't see an immediate catalyst unless I am missing something. So, um, you know, let me know on that. Um, and then, um, I don't know what they're talking about. Okay. And then uh, Penn, I, you know, I trim, trim some, but I'm hanging on the rest. Upwork has gone down from 49 to 44. I'm not trimming right now. The one that I did trim a little bit, guys, because I bought it in the, you know, when you guys mentioned H-A-Y-W, 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 went up a quick 40%. Well, we're up uh we're up 5%, but it was up like 14%. So I sold some of that. Um, maybe I'll sell a little more. Let me see what my green flag says. We got first quarter earnings coming up. I mean, my catalyst hasn't happened. So I don't know if I'm going to sell or just hang on to a little bit. Now, did Leslie's, um, Aaron, did it let me look on Benzinga Pro, Aaron Bree, and Leslie's real quick, go down to the news on it. Go to the news. Wait, hold on. Fifth. So Leslie is. What's the date today, Aaron? You're not on the show, Aaron. So. Oh, today is the third. So we got Leslie's earnings May fifth. I'm not going to sell anymore. I'm going to keep my Leslie's. I have about 900 shares and I have a few call options. It's 2.31 percent of the portfolio. Maybe I'll increase it a little bit, but I'm just right now sticking still. I'm not going to sell any. And that U.S. Steel, whoever gave the recommendation for May, yeah, the numbers came up, but it's it didn't like skyrocket. It's up four percent today, so we're back to even when I bought the position. So I'm not like complaining, but it's not like a, a home run. Um, and save is just still up forty percent. I'm keeping that. Maybe I should take some U.S. Steel off today, up the four up four percent. You know, I will. You guys, I, I've been getting off margin like a lot, so. It's either going to be I'm going to load up on a position or I'm going to be a little bit more in cash or crypto. So um, I'm going to sell one-fifth of my U.S. steel position. 
right now unless any of you guys can tell me not to. I won't. Um, oh, yeah, STK, my favorite place in Vegas. Internet Enforcers, love to take you to STK for dinner one night. And I had the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders come to us. It was crazy. Um, you think X is good to hold? Um, wait, what did Penn, what did Penn acquire? Can you um, pull up Penn News on uh, in Pro Benzinga Pro today? Yeah, so I'll give you an update on Voyager. Voyager, um, so what Penn acquire? Where, where is it? It says Penn to launch Penn Gaming Studios. Company to acquire Hit Point no, Studios. No, I, I acquired someone, dude. Yeah, company to acquire Hit Point Studios and Lucky Point to accelerate um let's see acquiring hit point studios this is my whole guys this is my whole thesis with the game position these casinos are going to acquire the developers and so that's why there's a call option basically on gan because they're gonna get taken out pen ended up acquiring hit point and lucky point but that's why gan will be eventually bought you know that kind of thing so and then wait one more question will you um pull up voyager right now the uh do you know the symbol? Okay. No, that's the wrong one. Hold on. And, and zoom in a little bit so that we can see it a little better. Here we go. You, we want the. We just want the chart on this one or the news. No, the news. The news. The news. The news. Okay. Voyager provided a business update today. Um, click on it. So there's uh, the news on it. Um, they have they read 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 the no go down go down up 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 read the read it read the news item. It says for for April we continued our, our 2021 monthly trend of very strong account and principal value traded growth as Voyager onboarded new users at a record rate with over 130,000 new funded accounts added to the platform. The Voyager model has always been about offering the widest range of coins for retail consumers and consistent with that we have seen increased trading volume in alternative coins. To continue the trend the company plans on adding additional coins over the next 60 days as the increased alternative coin volume has driven an increased over 45 percent in average basis points earned per trade said steve ehrlich that's our boy steve ehrlich ceo and co-founder we continue to scale our infrastructure with a, with a 2021 goal to accommodate 10 million users we have made significant increases in technology and support staff as we strive to provide retail investors with the most trusted secure and user-friendly platform for investing and trading the largest selection of digital assets. I don't think it said that's our boy, Steve Ehrlich, in the press release. I think that was your commentary, which is fine. But um, so, uh, yeah, so Voyager, how many accounts was it again? Uh, I think they said they added 130,000 it, it, it funded accounts. It, the company, it, yeah, the company. It said, the company said, in 130,000 in March, it was 90,000 accounts. So the growth is continuing. The assets under management are enormous. Um, I didn't sell any shares recently, um, and then they announced they'd buy back some of their stock. So I hung on to it so far. Haven't sold. I sold some shares before, but my big position I haven't sold um, yet. And uh, so that was good news. Now I know we have a guest, so let me do that. Aaron Bree has a special guest that he wanted to bring on and talk stocks. And here we go. Let's go for it. Yo, yo, how's it going? Good, Jacob. How we doing? I'm good. Thank, thanks for having me on. Of course, I'm, of course. I'm a big fan. And you're, uh, where are you joining us from today? Uh, I'm based in Thornton, Colorado, right outside of Denver. Okay. So you're yeah, in, in, so. in the Mile High City. 
mild. That's the name of the game. Yep. I'm uh, from Nebraska originally, moved to Denver five years ago, and going strong ever since. Okay. Well, I'm from Missouri, so, you know, repping the Midwest. I like yeah, it. Yeah, Midwest. So real quick, because we only got a we only got a few minutes now. We got our next show starting uh, here in a couple minutes, but uh, we'll get you back on. Don't cut him off like that. You can go a few minutes extra, Aaron. We paid for that. No, I- Come on, <laughs> come on, man. Look at his computer setup. Give him some credit on that. Sweet. No, I know. We're just about to get into right. what what type of like primarily what type of trader are you, Jacob? So I do a lot of like momentum. And I also do a lot of like support and resistance. I mean, I try to keep it simple. You know, like a lot of people try to overcomplicate their trading. You know, they try to have all these crazy strategies. No, I like I'm on the basis of, you know, stocks go from supply to supply and demand to demand. You know, I'll find key levels. You know, I watch chart patterns, candlestick patterns. And, uh, you know, I try not to make things too crazy. You know, a lot of people claim now these 100 percent strategies do this that works, that that works. You know, I found that just sticking to my roots and, you know, trading key levels, you know, areas of confluence and having tight stop losses is, you know, it's helped me over my years of trading. So I had to like have it in a sentence that would, that would be it. Got it. So yeah, we see this set up. you got, you got a lot of screens. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's actually not all just for show. I mean, it looks like crazy, but like, you know, on the top um, left, you see that full algo. Um, I usually have your guys a scanner in the bottom right. My fingers right. I trade on light speed. So that's this right here. And then I have my uh, group chat I trade with on the top so definitely okay, so, on purpose and so you're using the, the scanner on benzinga pro already to i do i do I've, I've used it for some time now i like it you know your guys squawk is awesome uh you know if there's anything popping off you know anything any big volume popping off and crazy gappers halts you know that it's always nice to know oh yeah that's charlie um, on the squawk he's great so what what mm-hmm. are you are you doing the scanner like pre-market looking for movers or, or what are you looking for so i don't so i don't trade a lot of pre-market um you know, like if there's a big, you know, like back in the day, I don't remember if you remember when like GLSI went mm-hmm. absolutely nuts, um, went to like 116 a day, like, you know, things like that I'll like watch for. And obviously that's, you know, a dime a dozen. Uh, but if there's big movers pre-market, you know, gap up, go down and I'll watch it to break that level um, during the market. And like I'll watch that type of stuff. But I mainly trade like high beta names, like, you know, like Tesla, NVIDIA, um, Roku, stuff like that. Um, that being said, I'd always keep my eye on it to watch like, you know, when RKT went nuts, uh, went from 23 to like 46 in a day or something, you know, that came up on the scanner and that was up in full algo. And for times like that, I'll use, um, the scanner comes in handy. Definitely. So, you know, I know you mentioned Tesla, NVIDIA. NVIDIA is one of my favorite stocks to trade, although I don't really like to sell it ever. You know, I wish I could just keep adding it because I just love the, love the stock, love the company. Do you have your eye on anything right now outside of those kind of big blue chip names? Um, I bought some, uh, it's not a really well-known company. Uh, it's, it's called Fathom, uh, FTHM. I bought some of that when it was dipped down to 31 a few days ago. Um, you know, I've been adding, to, uh, I'd hold a lot of cryptos long-term, so I added to those. Uh, I haven't added any, uh, I haven't had it added any like big long-term positions. I have some Tesla I got back in the 400s. Um, I've added a little Amazon here and there, but there's nothing I've been like, keen on like you know this is the next big thing to pull up that i've been adding to my long term i guess you could say Got it. so what does this fathom company do i've never i've never heard of this so yeah one of my uh one of my buddies uh buddies uh dads put me on to it um you know they uh they're a real estate they're a cloud real estate company and what they do is like they help investors they help uh real estate people in short uh find homes and act as like a from what i understand uh not a fathom expert but help people broker uh, 
real estate like investors and uh, agents, et cetera, broker deals. And they've gone around um, in the recent months, weeks, um, buying other uh, companies that do the same thing. And I guess they like, adding revenue sources. So um, I don't know. I, I liked it. Uh, I think cloud-based anything is the future, you know, tech-based a lot, you know, the, the pen and paper is slowly dying out. Um, and so, you know, if you have uh, leading innovative technology, you know, you have a good business, you're getting other streams of revenue. I, I personally like it long-term, but it's just me. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to do some, uh, you know, some more DD on this myself. Yeah, for sure. Dig into it. Let me, let me know what you think. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get you back on email. Um, I'm looking right now, just like preliminary looking at their chart. Looks so, I mean, I'm looking up back. They had this high in February of like almost double what it's at now. It looks like it got all the way up to like $60. It's at 35 right now. So a lot of times that means the stock can go back up to its previous 52 week high, but um, definitely kind of looks like a continuous downtrend right now. So we'll see if it starts getting that curl back up. Um, and you're, and you're looking at charts, like, like you said, like you're, you're relying on a lot of technical indicators. I do. So like, um, I use what I, what I call my spaghetti chart. It's just a bunch of SMAs, EMAs, Bollinger Bands, you know, linear regression lines to like find my levels. But then when I'm day trading, you know, I mostly stick to like the five minute chart. Um, I can share my screen too. I don't know if how I do that. Um, if I share my. Uh, yeah, there should be a button just right down in the middle. Uh, it says share, share, share. And then it's, it's easiest if you do it by a, a particular window. So you're not ends up. Is, is that video? It says video file and share screen. Yeah, just do the share screen, and then it'll once you keep clicking, it'll ask you to share a specific application window. window. Okay. Yeah, and then go to Chrome tab window or whatever you're okay. on. Chrome tab application window, boom, and let's see. We are we shared? Maybe. Yep, oh, we got you pulled Here up. Here we go. So yeah, I do most of my charting on TOS. Um, I trade on Lightspeed, but like you know, for example, um, all these lines look crazy, but I'll I'll go pre market. Let's say we're looking at you know. Alibaba. Um, and I look for key areas, and like if we had a level, you know, right here, I don't, I don't see anything. But just like for for an example, you know, you said, we're looking, at Bob, for, you said we're looking at Baba right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, this isn't a level that I would probably trade just for um, lack of other examples currently. Um, I look for look for big gaps between supply and supply and demand and demand. So you know, if I see a big gap like this, let's say we have some resistance at two thirty seven, um, I would look for Baba to break two thirty seven. You know, with with room to go up to two forty four. Um, and the biggest thing about my trading is that, you know, I keep really tight stop losses in any, you know, any book you read, you know, trading in the zone, you know, one good trade, whatever it is, you know, they all preach the same thing. And that's because it works. You know, if you enter a trade at 237, you know, you got to tell yourself before you take it long, like, okay, I have a dollar risk on this. I have a $2 risk on this. And, you know, if you, because if you don't do that, you know, you buy, you buy in and a lot of these rookie traders do like, oh, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to get rich. They don't think about the risk before the upside, you know? And so I find these key levels. Let's say I would take this at 237. Um, I mostly trade large equity blocks. Sometimes I'll trade options. Um, I came up on options. Obviously, it's a little easier to trade options with a smaller account than, you know, if you have a portfolio margin or whatever account. But uh, anywho, so, you know, I'll buy in, let's say 237. Um, you know, I'll tell myself, okay, you know what? We have a dollar of risk here. Um, so I need at least $3 of room. If that stock has enough room, I'll take the trade. If, if the risk reward doesn't work out for me, I won't take it. And, you know, that's, I guess, like the at the... Um, at the core of the basis of how I trade, you know, it's very risk managed and very, um, I, I try to keep it simple, you know, like I'll watch chart patterns and stuff too, you know, some candlestick patterns, um, mostly on the five day, five minute chart, but 
no, I don't really do anything crazy, you know, just try to keep it simple. And I found that simplicity works if you follow your, follow your principles. Yeah. I like that. You know, I, I, like you said at the beginning there, I think there are too many people that are claiming they have, you know, hundred percent systems. You'll never lose, you know, yeah. whatever. And they're doing just all this let, crazy just let stuff. This computer, just let our bot trade for you. You'll, you'll become a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um, so it's nice to see, you know, it's nice to hear the refreshing, you know, like this is just not too, crazy nothing too special just you know the meat and potatoes of actually trading and, and, and using the technical indicator so um yeah. we'll have to, we'll have to get you onto our get technical show uh, I would, I would love, love that. that'd be that'd be awesome yeah it's actually starting up here right now and we do that from uh 1 p.m to 2 p.m eastern every day so that will um let's see what time that is for you i don't know just two hours before that so like so, 11 yeah, 11, 11 to, to noon yeah. for you. So anytime you want to hop on that, we'll get you on, on Get Technical sometime because that'd be awesome. These tech, all so you have you have like six different EMAs going on up there. Yeah, it's um, like I typically like um like I said I trade on Lightspeed. I don't I typically do my charting here. So like I have a whole bunch of different setups. Like if I'm if I'm trading, see my Lightspeed over there. I have a B, I have BWAP, the eight day EMA, and the twenty one EMA, and that's all I use when I day trade. That and level two, I use a lot of level two, which I think I need other day share uses as well or they should be uh but um yeah man i usually i just use the tape and the vwap uh eight day ema and 21 ema and then like if i'm charting or if i'm doing swings you know longer term like you know supply and demand then i'll go to these you know million line charts for very simple terms but uh yeah when i when i day try i keep it real simple man um these these are mostly used just for you know finding trends you know finding how much area how much room a stock has to run you know fall stuff like that beautiful beautiful yeah um all right man well like i said you know i'm sorry our time got a little cut short today but we'll have to get you back on back on the power hour back on get technical or on get technical and uh i'm excited to learn more about your your trading strategies and likewise i appreciate what you guys do you guys are easily the best scanner in the game and Keep on keeping on. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Right, Jacob, well, uh, enjoy the rest of your the rest of your day. I hope the weather's good in Denver, and, and we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Take care, bro. Thank you. All right, no problem. Bye-bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.